I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Two boys. Two boys. Two boys. And back again. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. In today's episode, we will be breaking down the 2014 Australian comedy, The Heckler, starring Simon Mallory and Chris Fortuna, where a stand-up comedian's body is taken over by the soul of a heckler after he accidentally drowns in a toilet. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face, Face Off. Off. Face Off. So... On to The Heckler. This is the second Australian body swap film we have covered on the show after Dating the Enemy, which we did very early in our run. Is there a reason why Australia doesn't churn out more of these films? And is this an example of why they shouldn't? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's easily said that we all agree that, no, this shouldn't be done ever again. Like, is that that the case? (laughs) Are we all unanimous uh, in this? I don't know if body swaps in general shouldn't be done by the Australian film industry. I think it's a very easy genre that they they could be making a lot more cash out of because people seem to be wanting and, you know, demanding these films. I think I meant I more like Simon Mallory shouldn't be a lead in anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think every everything about this particular film is fucking awful. Should yes. we have more Australian swap films? Yes. Yes, let's have it. Kangaroos. Should there be anything like this? No. <laughs> Lucy, you, you're being very quiet. Are you going to, like, surprise us and well, tell us no, you this? Well, no, I want to ask, I want to ask, like, where did, is, how big was the budget on this? And, like, I don't want to completely shit all over it without knowing, like, it's, it's history. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I want to well, say. I like, think, did the government pay for this? Is this a, a I Australia? Think the idea, I think the idea of a comedian and a heckler swapping bodies is, that's a great premise. I will give mm-hmm. them that. I think when I heard it was Australian, I was like, oh, no. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Can, imagine if. Wait, you know, like if it's an Australian film, you're like, oh, no. Is that what you're saying? Just with this concept, I'm not shitting on Australian films, but I just think, you know. Australian stand-up scene? Is that what we're saying? uh, Well, I have seen far too much of it, and it does give me anxiety attacks. Um, I liked that idea. Uh Maybe not executed (laughs) super well, and, like, was quite dark and anyway there's so much to unpack here but i just wanted to go on record saying i liked the idea so to answer some of those questions about the budget i've actually got a special guest here so i'm just gonna patch him in now simon mallory no um, I'm only Lucy hold me back <laughs> no paul i know no one would ever go on, on our podcast, podcast. <laughs> Oh, we have um, had I, some guests. But, yeah, we've yeah. had some great guests, but um, none to, like, record the review. Lindsay Lohan will not write back. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't I don't think this is a great movie. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a bad movie. I do like the fact that the concept, as you said, was solid, and you can tell they thought about themes in a way like they actually you could tell they thought about the script on some level it wasn't like some of these where it's like prelude to a kiss where you're like i don't get what they were trying to say with this movie 
you can tell what they were trying to say, but they just failed on every storytelling level. <laughs> I felt like it was like, for a thing about a comedian and a heckler, it was much darker than it needed to be as well. Like that the guy died and it's like, why wasn't it just a straight body swap? Like that would have been funny. I think they were going for a black comedy, I think. <laughs> like I see a lot of people refer to this as a black comedy. Interesting. I don't know. The tone Discuss. was all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. The tone was very strange. Um, I, We have to play a fun game at some stage. If you could remake this movie with like your dream cast and – it was, you know, a comedian and someone playing a heckler. Like, who would it be? You don't have to answer right now. You can think about it if you want. But I, I just wouldn't want to put anyone I like through that. <laughs> I just meant a body swap film where it was about the, a yeah, comedian I've got, and a heckler. Yeah, perfect, uh, yeah. I've got the perfect answer. I've got the perfect answer. Okay. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson is the comedian. Mm-hmm. And I can see Kev- Pete Davidson. He's he's got and that. Can- and Kanye yeah. is the heckler. No, I was going to say uh, <laughs> Kevin James is the heckler. Uh. <laughs> Why that's did you good. ruin it? That's good. Because <laughs> the, the heckler character is, has to be awful. So you need to put someone awful in that role. Oh, sure. But but you yeah. want it to be someone awful who can also be funny because by the end of the film, he's got to make you laugh when he talks about how his like dad beats him and stuff like that. I thought, what about if it was... <laughs> it, again, it doesn't have to be the same story. What about if it was Jerry Seinfeld was the comedian? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And um, Jack Black was the heckler. I would watch that. That was yeah, right. Right? Fuck out of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we have to look at this film as an Australian low-budget feature. Are you sure you don't want to just talk about my dream movie for the next hour? <laughs> It's interesting. All of them it involved American comedians. Is there is there no one on the comedic front of Australian? Look, I'm not paying the price of admission to see Tommy Little or someone <laughs> at, like front this movie. I'm sorry. You won't be. You won't make fun of like the awful, awful people in this film. But you'll make fun of Tommy Little for doing his stand up. Interesting. <laughs> Um, I mean, I will make fun of the people in this film. Um, I don't know. I just saw um, Tommy Little at the Garden of Unearthly Delights and everyone was like, it's like it's like the king had entered and he was like. <laughs> Tommy Little. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I was like, no. I, I have never felt so instantly like not being humble or something. It was <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. So watching this film I was reminded of when Brendan, when we all watched- um, <laughs> When I virtual- did my stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, when we watched Virtual Sexuality and you mentioned, Brendan, that the like the aesthetics of the film made you feel You're gross sick. and sick, <laughs> and that's how this film made me feel. It felt like the costuming, the production design was if you got a whole bunch of straight 40-year-old men and told them to make design decisions, this is the film that comes out. Oh, you don't want, like, bootleg jeans and those really wide-toed dress shoes and a suit jacket with a T-shirt? You don't think that was a good... Every, everything (laughs) about this film was fucking hideous and made me sick to the stomach. The way that the apartment was dressed, like the furniture, the clothes everyone was wearing, the dirty bathroom that that guy like fucking dies in. Like it was all <laughs> gross. Like that was a real bathroom, right? Like that yeah. was a that was on set. They were doing that scene. I hope someone like was over every tile with like a wet wipe. Like yeah, because they were like he was face down was in the toilet, in and the toilet, yes. on the floor, and I was like, ugh, because you just know it was a low budget production. They just went into some fucking toilet and filmed in a pub. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's just like the ugliest. I think out of all the films we've watched, this is the ugliest costuming I've ever seen. Like out of any of the films we've done, I can't think of another film where the costumes are this ugly. And I just. It makes me ashamed to be Australian. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> There's so much going in po- going on in politics at the moment that you should say that about. Not, but nothing is worse than this. Nothing is worse than this. I'm putting it on record. I just feel so this bad. This is a crime. Because, this know, is a hate like, crime. You know, like, people have to try and Australia is a small pool and, you know, not everything can be like a slick production, but. 
Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I just go back to, you know, when we reviewed Inside You and we spoke to Heather Fink about that film, and that was a low-budget film, probably a similar-budgeted film to this, and they just made smart decisions about how they spent their money so that it didn't look like a pile of trash. No matter how low-budget you are, like, I've seen movies with, like, $3,000 budgets that look better than this. I guess as well, um, another really good sort of, like, comparison is Life is Easy. Life is Easy, the New Zealand show. You know, yeah. that would that was like a local production, you know, they got funding through whatever and, and mm-hmm. they did a great job. And do you know the difference is? New Zealand. That that well, <laughs> New Zealand, but also that crew was full of LGBTIQ plus representation and people of colour. You get a whole bunch of straight white guys and tell them to do everything. This is the film you're going to get. That's, no that's, offense, friend. Those are some big assumptions, guys. Let's have a look <laughs> at the cast and crew, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I will be shocked if it's not that. If, if, if <laughs> a- anyone who works on this is... <laughs> right. Okay, so we've got to do the 30-second plot. We've got to do the 30-second plot, and then we have to pick it apart. Okay, before we do the plot, I just have to say that I watched this five days ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I remember anything about this, I'll be shocked. I have I, definitely I, written down <laughs> some stuff that I am going, I'm going to have to ask you guys about this because I know at the time I was like, okay, this is, t- riff on this, but now I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I, before, before we did this podcast, I had someone who like did a pop in. And yeah. I was like, sorry, I've, I've got to do this podcast. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, oh, what film are you doing? Um, and I was like, it's called The Heckler. I was like, no idea what this is. Tell me, what is it about? <laughs> and then I, for five minutes, I was lost. I was just like, oh, and, um, he, he, he helps him, but then he wants to kill his kid. I don't even fucking know. Like, get out of my house. I'm going <laughs> to <know>. record. <laughs> I know it's so dark. Why? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, good luck. Oh fuck! Hey, this is—I'm not going to make this, guys. But we'll, we'll give it a go. <laughs> do you want to just watch it on your computer and like drag it across and just, do <laughs> just like say a, what you see? Add to any second. Paint us a word picture. Yeah, <laughs> guy dr- drowning in a toilet. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> count me in. Three, two, one. So he's a stand-up comedian and he's uh, divorced his wife and he wants to be big and then there's a guy that's heckling him at his show and then the guy, like, uh, hassles him after a show and then ends up drowning in a toilet and then the guy does a meditation tape and then because he's meditating, then the guy's <laughs> ghost goes in his body and then, <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. I give up. <laughs> You still got five seconds. (laughs) 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 So what did happen? So the guy goes into his body, like hilarity in um, (laughs) inverted commas ensues. Yeah. There's a montage. We have like the dirt, like (laughs) plague of the earth, like. If this guy, if this, like, this person and his people were, like, wiped from the, like, planet, no one would shed a tear. Who, the heckler or the, um, the heckler? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I know you could be confused. I could have gone either way. (laughs) (laughs) They're not great. Yeah. Yeah, but this what guy happens when a terrible person swaps into another terrible person. With an even <laughs> worse person. Like, I want to be a comedian. Teach me how to be a comedian. You have, like, no connection to this person and you're just like, I'm putting it on you that you have to teach me how to be funny. Comes along and gets irate at him for not teaching him. Fair enough. He's an awful teacher. But you've listened to his stand-up. You know he can't actually do comedy either. So, that's your fault, isn't it? (laughs) So, then attacks him in the bathroom. I'm glad he died. That was the best part of this film. (laughs) This guy was an awful human being. What a way to go. So he tries to climb over the toilet stall and he falls in the toilet and drowns. It's like he <laughs> he easily could have got Like this up. is Darwin at work, right? Like, he easily could have got up. It's like it was like a seven second shot of him with his head in the toilet and his legs like flailing in the flailing. air. It's like simply put your legs on the ground and stand <laughs> pull up. Your head up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like he gets a second chance of life. I don't know what 
powers of Satan. I guess that's what <laughs> therapy is in this film. <laughs> but for some reason, he gets a second chance of life and he squanders it immediately. It's not like he's like, I'm going to turn things around. I'm going to make something of myself. He immediately is the fucking piece of shit that he was on Earth the t- like time before, except worse. Yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah. he uses it the- to do the worst things, like kill yeah. kids. Like, and also yeah. it's like, you know, you're supposed to learn lessons and, like, we've seen enough of these movies. That is yeah. the formula. It's like, why didn't you do the formula? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's really laid out. There's instructions for this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was no stakes. You just you yeah. didn't want no him one to, to succeed. For. Yeah. So then they, when there's like the all the montages of him teaching him how to be a stand-up comedian, like yeah, I he just didn't a give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Like and learned, since yeah. when is like going on like fucking Rocky style runs like part of becoming a Well how how many hours do you have comedian? to spend on how to take a microphone out of a stand and talk into yeah. it? <laughs> I feel like that's probably like the least of your concerns, I think, yeah. Well, it was very mm. telling because you got to see the act and you knew what the jokes were and you're like, yeah, I guess this is what your routine would turn out like if this was your, like, <laughs> preparation. Yeah, I'm, this is your montage, I'm ass- yeah. I'm assuming this film was written by stand-up comedians or people in the scene, which is shocking because all the jokes are, are dad jokes. There's no actual funny jokes. It's all, like, dad jokes. Like, the one we hear over which- and over again is, like, a, okay. a homeless man um, said he wanted some change, so I took him to a different corner. Yeah, horrible. It's like it's like you terrible, pick on terrible, homeless terrible, people. Terrible. Yeah, you're terrible. Okay, guys, though, I wrote down twister joke. This is the best joke in the whole movie. What was the fucking twister <laughs> joke? I don't. No, twister there was something joke. about like the movie Twister. <laughs> I should have written it down. I can't believe I can't remember it. That's so depressing. Anyway, the best joke, and none of us can remember it. Uh, d- have you actually, got it? I can't say that. I, well, I was going to say the one time I laughed in this film. Paul, oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. uh. Oh, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> what is it? Was when the evil guy was doing his jokes and he did, <laughs> why do women get their periods? Because they deserve it. Because they deserve it. And then everyone gets super angry at him. <laughs> that was the only time I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm laughing it, at, Paul, uh, uh, at Lucy's reaction. Oh, <laughs> She's just like processing. I why do I hang out with Paul? So, no, I can just so easily imagine. Like a comedian, like your Tommy Little or anyone, yeah. <laughs> anyone saying that and everyone laughing. Yeah. it's And it was shocked. just because of like the audacity of the joke more than the content of it. And, I, and because the rest of the film was so inert, like something attention grabbing, you know? Yeah. Because everything else is just so fucking bland. Yeah. About this film. <laughs> um, And it, so you're saying that you think it's written by stand-ups? But they're all portrayed so badly. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know, like, the friends in the comedy club or whatever, they're all real comedians. Yeah. Like, cameos from real comedians. Uh, Tony Martin, he was a, he's a comedian, isn't he? It, sort the of guy. today. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, like um, I appreciate Tony Martin and his contributions to the Australian television. So do you respect him less now that you've seen him in this late? Who's Tony Martin? <laughs> The guy that was, Ooh. like, hosting the late night show. Yeah, he looked familiar. Do you mean UFC? Yeah. Is this what you're referring to? Ultimate funniest comedian? No, 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 no. No, no, no. The, guy the that, Tonight remember Show. Remember when he goes on TV? The TV appearance? <laughs> Not ringing a bell. <laughs> so the, he gets put on the TV show and then he sucks and, like, it destroys his career. Yeah. It's the turning point in the film. Yeah, yeah, which I, if I could just take a tangent, he like yeah. gives his his agent so much shit for being a terrible agent. He books him on a Tonight Show. Like, what is this guy doing wrong? He was, I know the guy you're talking about now. I'm with you. Glasses. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> back to Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the um, agent. It's fighting to get this, you this slot and keep going. Well, I was just saying, he got you a slot on a prime Late television show. show yeah. yeah. Like, what's, what are you whinging about? Yeah. You're yeah. not very good. 
that's the problem. Mm. And that that's what I was hoping, like, at the end, it'd be like, oh, actually, I'm no better at comedy than this guy. Maybe I should just focus on my life because right now it's full of women who hate me and a kid that's disappointed. Can I just say as well, perfect segue, how dare they have that storyline with the kid in this movie and like have the audacity to call it a comedy? It nothing <laughs> upset me more than like loser dad. Like, oh, it just and you know when the kid's like old enough to to know, and it was just yeah. like it was horrifying. Like that, he yeah. got into a fight defending his dad for being shit on the yeah, Tonight and then show. just like the dad like trying to like palm the kid off on his girlfriend and wouldn't take it, and then just like took the kid backstage with him and like presumably left him there for five hours or whatever. Like it just, I was just it- like. This is a nightmare. And also the mum being like, I don't know, ask your girlfriend to do it. Work something out. It's like, that's your kid too. Like, I appreciate you have a (laughs) shitty husband, but, like, don't leave this scenario being like, work it out. It was a brave brave choice of the filmmakers to make the main character a deadbeat dad who is a piece of shit. And, like, his redemption arc isn't even to fucking figure that out and to do better yeah, it's like yeah. it's a fucking footnote yeah, yeah yeah exactly like it's not like we end with him realizing that and doing something about it it's just like oh this guy's about to kill my son i better stop that and then <laughs> <laughs> how's he wants to kill the kid so he can take the wife on a holiday that is <laughs> I, I just don't know what to say it's an insane plan like the the heckler though like He's not just evil. He's obviously mentally ill. Yeah, like, to in believe terms of his psychotic person. Yeah, to believe that you could take uh, your wife's and your son out on a boat trip and not return with them, and she would be like, "Oh shit! All right, let's go on that holiday." <laughs> like she'd be like, "You, you, you, you let my son drown. Like, yeah. how could I ever have a relationship with you?" Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same guy that you know dies and then his soul enters a new body and the first thing he does is go okay i'm in this new body i'm going to blow all his money i'm going to buy a ferrari crash it instantly take out a whole bunch of loans i can't afford you're in that body you have to deal with the consequences you fucking idiot yeah the thing that was most objectionable about this entire film though is that both of these guys were about to go to heaven yes (laughs) Mm, yeah yes the two main problems I had that with that scene. One, that the suggestion that they both were going to get into heaven. Two, the fact that heaven is the Australian Logie Awards. I feel I feel like that was like whatever's calling to them to bring them towards the light but was what they wanted. Australians, do Australian people do- even care that much about the Logie Awards? Can I just tell you, sometimes Adrian and I will be like flicking on TV and it's like when you're trying to just get to the mm-hmm. channel to get you to Netflix, you know, something will come on and Adrian and I will say, this is well Logie. It's like <laughs> pejorative. It as like the barometer of yeah. bad so Australian. So for, for our international just, listeners, yeah. the, the Logie Awards is a, a award ceremony for Australian television that is awarded out by a like a trashy magazine called TV Week where half the awards are awarded by a committee and half are by the Australian public of like 60 year olds that read the magazine and it's <laughs> awful yeah <laughs> it's exactly the way it sounds <laughs> and this is like yeah nobody would think that's heaven i don't care even you're, you're in the australian film industry that is not no one's idea of heaven but like can i just no. say like uh, uh, when we're talking about australians and comedy can we just like give a, a round of applause we don't have to give a round of applause but Tom Gleason <laughs> and his speech on the on the Logies was like yes, like so the, so the one greatest of speech com- and the most comedians. honest thing ever said on Australian television. I so so kind of like it, what so Ricky good. Gervais did with the Golden Globes, where he came out and pretty much just laid it all out on the table at how bullshit everything was. But yeah, Tom but Gleason did the Gervais. same thing for the Logies and pretty much, but but okay, he but did it likeable. in his acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it was you know, like, <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. You don't watch each other's shit, like you know. When we meet we, up, we talk about 
Chernobyl. Like, we don't yeah, care. We like, watch whatever was on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it was just so honest. It was so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to watch it, Lucy. Yeah. So this film uh, definitely continues the tradition of presenting women as evil shrews in a big way. So he has mm-hmm. his... You can either be the shrew or you can be like yeah, the, the doormat mum who that's like a nag, which I guess that that's also yeah. like a, sh- a shrew of sorts because you can like, be a hey, justified shrew yeah. or a yeah, it's really offensive. Yeah. Shrew. So yeah, this woman, he's uh, so he's divorced, he's or separated from his wife, and now he's living with this new girl, and she is just the absolute worst because you know that by her establishing shot is her taking a whole bunch of selfies, and then um. She uh, says in an argument with him, you know, I could date any comedian I want. Like, (laughs) that's a badge of fucking (laughs) honour. Like, yeah, low bar. Like, (laughs) So I have had some friends who who gave stand-up a go for a while and they actually both were really good and I wish they kept going. Uh, But all I can remember is... Yeah, just that once there was this guy who he had like moved to LA and like actually written jokes for Leno and shit. And then he came home and was doing some shows. And he would have been like, come, he came up to my shoulder and look, short guys are out there. But the bravado on this fucking guy, he couldn't stop like name dropping that he wrote jokes for this and he did this and that and and just like could not believe that I wasn't. (laughs) Like, <laughs> pulling my pants down, like, I hate you. Leave me alone. Did I say that? No. Um, but just... <laughs> it's very bad. What are we calling it when there's the, there's the little tick or the little inside joke that only everyone who... We need yeah, a term for it. We should coin a term for that. It's like the 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 thing that you so you know the prestige, that it's this person, the the, the identifier, <laughs> the identifier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the, the identifier for the people at home was that the whole family has uh, this like tr- this joke, family saying, I guess, which is all about teaching like their son not to actually address his feelings, but passive aggressively tell a joke instead. <laughs> <laughs> so when you ask your son how how are you feeling, you don't want him to respond with like how he's feeling. How like, do you how feel? Do, how do you it's feel with yeah. my hands? <laughs> I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm dying. So uh, this will be meaningless to our international listeners, but did you guys appreciate the the round the twist? Ready. Oh, Everyone say it on the same time. The Damn round, the twist, yes, round the twist. Song, yeah. But we got a gritty <laughs> reboot of it. Did we enjoy that? Yeah, was that like someone's yeah. like a version or something? Because it sounds like that, they hired yeah. a band to do all the songs for the movie and they were like, can you please do a remix of the Round the Twist, which is an Australian 90s TV show that I'm pretty sure is streaming on Netflix worldwide if you want to see what we can output. Did you guys appreciate that? Uh, I've heard better. I've heard I've actually heard like a number of like remixes <laughs> of the the Red the Twist feed song, but that's uh, all this you is listen okay. to exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> that's my genre. Is right. I liked it Sorry. though. I, I I'll always be into that. It's just a good song. Like I I don't know if I've said this on this podcast, but miraculous melops. is like the best Australian theme song to a kid's show ever. Like ever. Like I I would put it on. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you made us listen to it. Yeah. So the other day my kid, we were watching ABC Kids, the new school mm-hmm. Fireman Sam came on. And Adrian was like, oh no, this is terrible. Like we gotta show you the original one. And he put on OG Fireman Sam. The theme song to that <laughs> slaps. What British, like, uh, I don't even know what genre I want to say. 
band wrote and recorded that song. It was amazing. <laughs> We're all listening to it after the show, and uh, it was so good. Made it. Okay. We're all going to just it. listen to the kids. <laughs> for we'll make a playlist for the, for the fans of all <laughs> yeah. our favorite theme songs to <laughs> kids' TV that's shows. that's so related to this movie. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. So you've heard of what we thought of the movie, but how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, me. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they a... Why are you holding... Why are you hiding your face? Do it, do it with an Australian accent. All right. <laughs> Everything we do is an Australian accent. No, we're in Are Adelaide. they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they are or not, mate. <laughs> Everyone's Everyone a stunner in their own, own way. 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 Crikey. <laughs> well, I feel like that was interchangeable with like a uh, kid from Oliver. Like you just had to say governor on the end of that. Hey, sir, can I Shine some shoes, more? governor. <laughs> um, yeah, I was hiding inside my shirt. Just knowing what we have to do now, I just, I just don't want to do it. I no, just let's don't want shit to. all over these people. Let's shit on them and tell them how ugly they are. All right, I so. just can't <laughs> handle like the bootcut jeans and the suit jacket and the t-shirt and the the wide toe shoe. I just can't. My problem yeah, just- was their faces. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so firstly, Simon Mallory as Steve, six million dollar man. Um, what did we think, Lucy? <laughs> Look, his character was trash. He was shit dad, which automatically makes you very, very ugly. Um, I can recognize that out and about, this guy's probably got it going on, but shitty character, horrible person is getting a knot from me. Yeah, I'm going to give him a knot as well. He, um, his fashion was Fucking horrendous. Well, he was trapped he, in the same outfit. he was trapped outfit. in the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. Barefoot as well. What a choice. He had to film this whole he probably film got some feet. sort of fungus. <laughs> <laughs> this film is a fungus. Um, so ugly, ugly personality, horrible clothes, um, and, yeah, I'm just giving him a nod. <laughs> Brandon? Uh, yeah, uh, for all, all the reasons uh, said before, um, I want to reiterate, he he was in this film. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So Emily Tahaney as Emma, his um his wife, yep. the mother of his son. Yep. Love her. Love her. Like uh, she she's been in a number of projects with Sean McAuliffe, and she's hilarious. And yeah. because of that, like. I, I feel like that context, like in this film, like, yeah, whatever. Like you could have walked right past her, but because of everything else that has preceded this trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just wanted to pull her out of the film. Like, Cause we know, to, I know to, she's a talented I know person. She's so exactly. funny. <laughs> On the McAuliffe program, she is so funny. And yeah. it's just like, I just wanted to rip her out of the screen. And uh, I'm like, her. you're better than this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna give her a hot. Yeah, would this have been before, after, during, like during? I reckon this is 2015, oh and that show's been going for a while. So, and she was yeah. she was on like um the McAuliffe program as well. Yeah, mm. so all right, so uh, Kate Jenkinson as Brie. Oh, Brie, like the horrible awful, person, awful, horrible <laughs> girlfriend. Yes, um, she was like a an uh, a standard attractive. Blonde Australian, completely. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I said, you know, you know that she probably is hot, albeit in the um, 2014s. Yeah. So like ill-cut jeans and whatever. But uh, my God, she was just a horrible person. Just, just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Like, and I guess she played it well because I she fucking did hated it. Well. Yeah. yeah. And what, have we seen her in anything else? <laughs> Not, nothing that I, I can I feel like she recall. looks familiar. She's in Wentworth. I don't know if you watched that. And no. she was in that Rebel Wilson show, Super Fun Night. And she was also in Offspring. Oh. No, I haven't never watched that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Dave Lawson. Yo, though, yo, though, Offspring is well, Logies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's actually won several, uh, Logies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dave Lawson as Andy. So he's the. Other comedian that uses a puppet in his act that um, I just wrote, with. yeah, he had a horrible rapey vibe, mm-hmm. um, and which was like you know basically confirmed. What was the bit? <laughs> this is again. I watched this movie too long ago. Yeah. What was the bit? Did he where the character changed or whatever, and he was making out with the dude? Yeah, is like it, when yeah. she he was saying oh, no, he was and he was pretending just... to motorboat, or he was motorboating her. But, yes, the yeah. motorboating. Yeah. Okay. I wrote down, this guy is like, I'm going to do the most outrageous thing in this film. I'm going to get the biggest laugh. Look at me go. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> um, it's like terrible. You had to hear first. Like, Lucy, he not a fan a of motorboating. That <laughs> he was playing this thing for laughs mm. and it was not funny. And also like, I'm not funny. So, you know, come at me. <laughs> and just like he was playing this gross prop comic who was like, oh, just I, I don't know what it is about this genre of guy. I just he, like he had tickets on himself and it was just like, yeah, no, 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 Did no. Did you used no. to date him? Like, <laughs> no, I've never dated a comedian or yeah. anyone that's done stand up. I was exclusively into rock guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna give him a knock, but I want to say that. I am going to blow your minds in the tenuous recommendations in regards to him. There is something about him that will actually fucking blow your mind. I thought he looked but we'll a leave lot. Until then. I thought he looked a lot like the guy from the IT crowd. He, that was my. He was in that Christo show. Dowd or whatever. He was in that show Utopia. I don't know if you watched any of that. Oh yeah, Utopia. oh yeah. yeah, the Australian, <laughs> the Australian show Utopia. Um, I can all right, and let's let's start the. Uh, sorry. Let's uh, finish off very strongly with Chris Fortuna as Mike the Heckler. Oh, <laughs> this feels mean, um, <laughs> but I've been an asshole this entire thing. Piece of shit. The disgusting. character, yeah, uh, was no. just horrible. There hasn't been many people in the movies that we watched that made me feel more ill, <laughs> like just watching them. is it, just like, I don't know, maybe this guy out of character is like, comes off completely different but in this film he just his presence made me sick to my stomach <laughs> like i i enjoy a good australian <laughs> larrikin but this guy was was not it like in my job i deal with a lot of people like this person <laughs> and uh it just it, i just felt it, he he did play it well Triggered. he did he yeah. played it well because i just felt attacked he had like tsd like yeah ptsd <laughs> i did because he, he is, like, the kind of person that you just do not want to have in your life. Um, he's just awful in every way. And I, I don't know <laughs> if anyone um, from overseas listens to this podcast or, like, even anyone at all that listens. Like, <laughs> well, they um, fucking reviewed us, we'd know. But anyway, yeah. So. But... The accents in this were so just jarring and, like, you know, when you just hear that really harsh, broad Australian accent, it's like, do people from overseas that listen to the podcast, did that, is that what they think of us? Like, <laughs> I don't is that so. what our accents sound like to everyone? When I go overseas, people always think I'm- You're from England? From England. Yeah, same. Before That's I'm the, yeah, Adelaide and yeah, places and like Queensland. E- I feel like, it's like that guy was like- well, Queensland. They got the twang. <laughs> now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of the heckler from across the internet. <laughs> so, on Letterboxd, there was two reviews. <laughs> and on IMDb, there was three reviews. <laughs> so, on the internet, there's five reviews of this movie. 
Do you have names? I you want know, to see if they're I in just, the cast. Their literal fear, it just, it's too close. They're going to hear it. Oh, it's 100% true. They've got a little notification no, on their Google. Look, look, Simon Mallory or what's the director's <gasps> name? Um, no. Plaza. If you listen to this and you want to defend your movie, no. reach out to me. I will interview you. I will interview you on the no. show. You have to do it by yourself. Or you're not participating. <laughs> Brandon, you'll, you'll be involved in this, won't you? I think uh, this is almost 20 years ago. No. Wait. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Sorry, it felt like it's over so 20 much. years. Like, they, they should know what they did. <laughs> I'd, I'd, talk, I'd totally talk to them. Like, what are they going to How they, like, what are they going to say? Like, oh, actually, Remember this was a Mel masterpiece. Brooks' son having yeah. a premiere for that fucking movie? Like, yeah, well, of course I read, they're going to think it was good. I read one person that said oh, they were God. at the premiere and you got, like, giant applause and people were loving it. <laughs> the fuck? Um, anyway, so uh, this one's <laughs> from James the Man on IMDb. He gave it. Um, well, oh, actually, what a surprise, a man. Was he in his mid-40s? <laughs> <laughs> um, he didn't give it a star rating, but the uh, title is Good Stuff. Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> he says, good acting and laughs, especially towards the end. I left pleased with a what just happened vibe. Homegrown films are disappointing 90% of the time, but this had me feeling patriotic. Made in Australia where I live. Low budget, which doesn't help, but character driven. It was lacking an artistic <laughs> feel, much like what soap operas lack stylistically, but the situations in it were well thought out. Good pacing. This build, this, sorry, the movie builds up into a nuts vibe and the whole audience was setting us off. It was a premiere screening, I think, so there was a critical mass for this. Recommended if you like comedies. Like, we watched the, the original Freaky Friday. That ends with water skis, like, <laughs> yes. pileups of, like, police cars. <laughs> this yes. ends with a guy trying to drown a kid in a river. <laughs> Like, I don't know if we'd say this went, you know, and nuts. then and like, then it, it truly ends on how do you feel my hands, with my hands. like that's uh, yeah. Someone in my dad's body just tried to <laughs> kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one might cause the end of Brendan's marriage because it's from. Katrina on IMTV, <laughs> <laughs> who gave it 9 out of 10. The heckler comedy feature hits the spot. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> anyway. Is that it? That's <laughs> <laughs> just like a I, tagline for the movie. <laughs> All right. She says, Australian comedies don't always hit the spot, but it's hard not to laugh out loud watching The Heckler about a comedian in the world of comedy written by a comedian starring comedians set in a comedy club in a lead-up to a comedy competition. Finally, a comedy about comedy. We've been waiting. It's a slow oh, start. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow start that builds a world that is real and unreal, credible and incredulous, and we go with it. We go with the heckler and the comedian for an entertaining ride in the world of stand-up comedy, which couldn't have been easy to achieve given stand-up comedy is about getting real and telling it how it is. And this film is a body swap film, which is anything but real. But they pull it off. A well-crafted blend of all that you want to see in a comedic film with the truth and the rawness of stand-up comedy at its core. The surprise is that it's also heartwarming and charming in a way that most comedies fail yeah, to Yeah, that manage. bit where they try to murder the kids. Sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> very well cast with comedians who are also actors and actors who have comedic timing, well-directed, well-written, and a film that comedians and audience alike will enjoy. It's an easy film to enjoy, good for date night, boys or <laughs> girls night out, and families with teenagers, <sighs> and great entertainment, pure entertainment. I hope to see this film continue. Wait, it's did you have to get a second page? <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see this film continue. It's sold out award-winning comedy festival run. Comedy was in all in capitals festival run and ends up on tv and in cinemas for more to enjoy i know you guys like are like 
what the hell was that? But I've got a pretty like simple explanation for you. Is the co-producer, <laughs> the co-producer's name is Katrina Fleming. <laughs> really? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you are you being serious? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Busted. Oh my god. I, I'll check. I'll check with Katrina, but. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> she could have at least changed her name like, to Karina. That makes, yeah. That's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense in this world. Like, like, how could it be anyone else? <laughs> there can't be someone out there who thought that much and actually would put that much time into writing a review. Oh, that's what I'm saying. My God. Um, well, at least we have an, like a window into the thought process behind the film. Like, if that's what they thought they were making. Yeah, you know when you say that it's a comedy in all capital letters, you, like, are really sure about Just it reminding everyone, just in case you didn't know if you were supposed to laugh. If you watched the trailer, you didn't drowned. pick it up. <laughs> this is a comedy. Let's get to a tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see the list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterboxed page, which is also linked on our website. Now, my connection is Dave Lawson, who played Andy, the stand-up comedian with the puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you think... Dave Lawson is Can we have a clue? dating in real like, life. Uh, she won an um, she won a major award this year. Did any Australian actresses win um, Academy Awards? Academy Awards haven't happened this year. Yeah, this this award oh, of course. Yeah, happened this year. Yeah. yeah. Did the Australian did an Australian win Eurovision? Eurovision wasn't this year. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Gotcha. What's happened this year? This year. This Grace year. Tang? Golden Globes. <laughs> what? No. Go- what? <laughs> what? So the, the star of That's the only Australian I know. <laughs> the star of uh, a show that I know we all fucking love and an actress I know we all fucking She's love. She's dating Shiv. He's dating Shiv. He's dating Sarah Snook oh from Succession. <laughs> they have been dating for years. Love it. So Andy, the guy that played Andy in The Heckler, goes home to a home that has Golden Globes and Emmys on the shelf. <laughs> he goes to the he goes to major award ceremonies. He is invited to major Hollywood premieres. He's probably friends with all the other HBO stars. I just find it really hard <laughs> to separate that woman from Shiv. Yeah. And I just feel like she would berate him so much <laughs> for being for being in this movie. Like that's how she, good she is. You're like yeah. she's gonna eat him alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he exactly. he is um like the Tom. He Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So when is he gonna majorly betray her? Yeah, when he's life? making big moves in Hollywood. With his puppet. <laughs> He's suddenly the co-lead. He takes the co-lead spot in the next <laughs> DiCaprio film from there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, okay, so I am going to recommend one of her films. Uh, so a film that Sarah Snook starred in a year after The Heckler. So I feel like this is like where their lives diverged, maybe. (laughs) Um, Not true, because she was in Predestination before this film, which is another great movie. But in 2015, she was in the film Holding the Man. Have either of you guys seen Holding the Man? It sounds familiar. I don't know. Yeah, so it's an Australian um, drama um, based on a book by Timothy Conagrave, which is a very um, famous book in the gay community especially. detailing uh, the author's relationship and then um, his uh, boyfriend, long-term boyfriend, uh, contracting HIV and his slow descent. Um, And it's a beautifully made Australian movie um, and beautifully acted. they do exist, yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) Ryan Kaur and Craig Stott as the two leads are amazing. Uh, I was a mess when I watched this film. Like, if you watch this and you aren't crying the whole time, you have no soul. Um, yeah, so it, it, I wanted to choose this specifically because I wanted to choose a, an Australian film that's good. 
<laughs> to show that we can make them. <laughs> um, so I, I believe this film uh, internationally was picked up by Netflix, so you should be able to watch it wow. um, on Netflix okay. if you're in another country. In Australia, it's on Binge or Stan, I think. So it's available everywhere in the whole world to watch. Um, and, yes, Sarah Snook, one of her old, earlier roles, she plays the main character's sister. Um, yeah, so uh, Holding the Man. Can you tell me on the ugly cry Omita, uh, higher or lower than It's a Sin? Lower than It's a Sin, but in the same vicinity. Sure. But I don't think I've ever cried in anything as much as I've cried in It's a Sin. Oh, God, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Lucy, what's yours? Um, so I, my tenuous like link is at like a film that centers around a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. um, except it's good. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing Obvious Child. Have you guys seen this? I have. Yes. Jenny Slate. Oh, damn. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the White Lotus guy. I wrote his name down. Jay Clacy. There you go. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you guys- Because he's- Sexy as fuck. Sorry, know his <laughs> name. Especially in this. Like, yes. he's such a darling. Um, so, you guys have seen it, but, you know. Uh, so, it centers around Jenny Slate's a amateur stand-up. And she's kind of a mess. And um, I don't want to give it all away, but, like, there's themes of unplanned pregnancies. And um, I think, um, you know, like, there's not often films made about that issue that have this tone. So I think it's like I loved this movie and I love Jenny Slate. Um, yeah, I'd back who, it up. Yeah. Like, um, who agree. else? Um, Gabby Hoffman's in it. She's great too. Mm-hmm. Um, Is Ray yeah. Romano in it? Wait, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's the big sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been in other films. Not Mentioning Gabby Hoffman, I am so pissed off that – her Freaky Friday is not available easily. Like, I really want us to do that version of Freaky Friday. I know, yeah, me too. I really it pisses me off. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that's it's a, a perfect film. Yeah, I really had a great time with it as well. I, yeah. I yeah, I would back that one up as well. Yeah. Great I actually choice. was so excited when I was like, yes, I can do this. This is a perfect tenuous link. <laughs> um, and I thought maybe there was a chance that you guys hadn't seen it and I could be like sharing this wisdom with you. But um, haha, never, <laughs> you know, good, good try, Lucy. Um, but maybe some people that listen to the podcast, again, does anyone? Um, hmm. But maybe so- someone else will watch it. And even if just one more person's seen it in the world, then that's great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not that people haven't seen it, but if I can convince anyone else to watch it, yeah. Hmm. Well, if you ever, if anyone out there listens to this and watches one of our recommendations and likes us, let us know. It makes us feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes people feel really good if you review it. <laughs> uh, Brendan, what's yours? Uh, I'm also going the route of choosing a Australian film that's actually good. Um, <laughs> I know I've done a, I've done a, I've done a few Australian films, but yeah, I, like Paul was saying, I want to reiterate, like we actually do make some really good stuff and and good low budget stuff as well. Yeah, and like we don't have the the luxury of just having like mat like millions of production houses churning out shit. Like we can only make so many films here, and so that's what's that's why I'm being so harsh is because I'm like. That was money wasted that could have gone to someone to make something actually good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, my, my Australian film uh, this time is a film called Rage in Placid Lake. Uh, I know Paul has seen it because we yes. both got a You've already recommended re- this film, have Brendan. I? Yeah. Have yes. I? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first ones you ever did. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I forgot. Wait, give me... Give me to this all stays <laughs> no cuts baby <laughs> luckily well, i do the other <laughs> brendan's doing that this week so uh so, so because i've already done rage of blessed lake <laughs> uh um i'm gonna do uh the loved ones has anyone seen the loved ones no. Oh, is that the uh, one about the prom date? The prom date, yeah. Have you yes, seen this, yeah. I've, Lucy? I've seen it. I don't think so. Doesn't sound Are you into your, like, your, your sore horror sort of kind of 
thing with a little little bit of weird, creepy... Kind of, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, The Loved Ones, um, another low-budget uh, Australian film, uh, born around that time of, like, Saw, and it's just this uh, the story about this girl who uh, her she wants her prom date, um, and her father helps her get him um, by you know, kidnapping him and it goes from there. <laughs> horror comedy, balls to the wall, craziness and grabs your attention. Cool. Um, and is like a great horror film. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I would recommend it to anyone who likes that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, fun nice one. one. I know you, you're a twilight fan. It, the, the prom date is played by Xavier Samuel from twilight. Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you telling me to watch twilight the other day? <laughs> Yeah, because it's so horribly bad. <laughs> I've had multiple people in the last few weeks tell me I have to watch it. I think I feel yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like you need to do that movie club yeah. on it. Like it, you can't believe it exists. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good in any way, shape, or form. You yeah, heard it here first, Lucy loves Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we've reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we going to put the heckler on our lists? All right, I'm going to put it quite low on my list, surprisingly. Shock. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be eighth from the bottom, which puts it in between the change up and and you thought your parents were weird. So like the change up probably has, I don't know, which one's more offensive? I can't tell. I guess if you're going by offense, Maybe the change up a bit. Yeah, but the change up is better made. Yeah, at least film. on the change so up, I have you can to, just yeah, turn it's them below down the change up. Um, Ryan Reynolds, Olivia Wilde, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You said a girl's name? Because <laughs> I love so Olivia Wilde. She's so good. <laughs> I mean, so do I. But um, okay, guys, it's going in between Heaven Can Wait and Switched, which is like I think eight from the bottom or something like that as well. So it's like. Very much low down there, but also I couldn't even remember it's like the ones that sandwich it. In, so, um, <laughs> you know, that tells you everything you need to know. Lucy, can I, can I, can I convince you to make it lower? <laughs> Why? I'm saying it's better than Velocipasta, but worse than Pretty Cool. Better than Velocipasta. That makes me so angry. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that. Oh, this film, The Heckler was better than Velocipasta. But, wow. I mean, uh, it's not really. <laughs> I, the list is what it is. It's not flexible. You rated Velocipasta way too low. I, did, I didn't like it. I was really mad at you guys for making me watch it. It's I 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a boy thing. Um, I, I've had two different people message me being like, this movie's crazy. You guys have to do it. I'm like, number one, we've already done it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> And, <laughs> and number two, I'm just like, it's just not for me. It's like some Monty Python shit. It's just like, you guys go and have a good time. <laughs> I got to rewatch that. Um, Brendan? I'm putting it between uh, Bad Johnson and Sam. That kind of like group that you've got there, like Bad Johnson, Sam, this, the sex trip, they all have that same like icky yeah. vibe. Yeah. Oh, they do they ever I'm just like, I need a shower. But <laughs> then like it, it's very it's very categorized because under that is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with the cobbler. <laughs> Look, you put Mama Boy bottom of your list. You could call it saying yeah, uh, uh, it's about Mama uh, Boy, but it's not boring. <laughs> that was not a boring watch. Uh, I must have been really annoyed. <laughs> Remember this story, Mama Boy? <laughs> like, oh, pre- yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool is not boring. Mama well, Boy was not boring. You know. should be happy. I said pretty cool is better than this movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so next episode. We have another brand new body swap movie. So I'm trying to keep us, you know, relevant with the times. So this one actually comes out uh, tomorrow. Uh, uh, so we we'll, should be able to watch it in time. Uh, so it's a Thai language Netflix original called AI Love You. Ah, oh, everyone's either- watching that one. I've heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of this at all? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. No. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. <laughs> so the uh, the t- the plot sounds bonkers, and I watched the trailer, and I I it does sound like an interesting one. It actually sounds like something that Brendan would watch without the podcast. <laughs> it's definitely in his wheelhouse. Is this an insult? Tell me the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so in a-, a sorry in AI love you. It's set in a near future where an AI building is powered by human feelings. Due to a software glitch, it falls in love with a real girl, escapes the building into the body of a real man, and tries to win her affections. I can't wait. Sort of sounds cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like I don't think I've – I've seen like a lot of action films come out of uh, Thailand, but I've never seen like a – like a seemingly big budget sci-fi movie with special effects and stuff out of Thailand. So I'm interested to see what they do with it. So cool. um, I'm recommending her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So until then, don't be a piece of shit on the ground DPW and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. I was Brendan Levi. All right. See you. See ya. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. doodle 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 Edit this out. Oh, edit it now. Oh, yeah.